Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, it's Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and welcome to another episode of Be Unique's Unscripted, where we talk to artists, musicians, performers, and business professionals. My name is Tony Taylor, I'll be your host for this evening. You know, you could spend your Thursday nights anywhere, and we are excited you're spending it with us. The conversation is cool, it's calm, and it's casual. You can also be a part of the conversation by dialing 516-418-5651. Now, before we begin, let's talk about why you need to get on your phone and go to BeUnique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E.org. Here's what Be Unique is all about. Our mission is to work today to change tomorrow using digital mediums to connect the world with professional storytelling and media production. We work to educate, inspire, and foster positivity and creativity worldwide through video, audio, and a spectacular literary magazine featuring writers from around the world. The newest Be Unique magazine is out right now, and you can read it online along with Be Unique Brevard magazine, the Space Coast premier magazine. Be Unique is also a media powerhouse. Not only do you get this incredible podcast hosted by me, Tony Taylor, but 11 other shows. So sit back, get comfortable, and get ready to dial 516-418-5651 with your questions, comments, and whatever else you may want to say. Let's meet our guest. All right, everybody. Good evening. It's Thursday night. It is 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and you're on Be Unique Radio. And this is Unscripted. Tonight, my guest is Henry Kimbrough. He is the CEO of Taylor and Kimbrough Funeral Homes. He's also a member of the National Broadcasters Association. He's a certified life coach. He's a master of business, emerging leader cohort, and he's a licensed funeral director certified by the Arkansas State Board and Grief Counseling. Henry, welcome to the show. Good evening. How are you this evening? Man, I am excellent, sir. Thank you for having me on, Tony. Oh, thank you for joining us. Um, you know, I, 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 it's it's so exciting to have somebody of your caliber on the show, but it's also involving a subject that a lot of people don't like to talk about in funerals. Um, Henry, right off the bat, can you tell me what it is to be a funeral director? I'll say the life of a funeral director is up down, around, and all over the place. (laughs) I have been blessed to be in this business since I was 11 years old. Um, 11 years? I've seen so much uh, change in 35 years of uh, being under this bridge. It's an excellent thing to do because, again, you get to see people at their best and sometimes people at their worst, which helped me uh, become who I am. Uh, A little bit about myself. I don't know if I'm jumping the gun, but uh, I am second generation. Uh, My mom, dad, and uncle are the brainchilds, Mr. and Mrs. Henry and Annie Kimbrough, Mr. Leroy Taylor, who is the mortician 
embalmer mm-hmm. and funeral yeah. director. My parents are funeral directors, and um, they just saw a different path of for success. They did something at a time when it was unheard of to uh, believe in yourself. So those are things that they have instilled in me, which made me, you know, I ran basketball down a little bit of my history. Right, uh, right. I graduated. Uh, I played you were basketball on an NCAA the majority full, of my life. You had a full scholarship. <laughs> you had a full scholarship. <laughs> that right? I did. The NCAA? Okay. Yes, sir, that I did. Uh, I was uh, Coach Dickie Nutt's first graduating senior at ASU, and he's uh, <laughs> went on to Missouri where they right. got into the Sweet 16, you know, and um, that's a phenomenal guy. He uh, definitely gave me opportunities that, you know, he saw in me, you know, the right. pull out of me. Uh, broadcasting is my thing. I had, I was, uh, I got the cover the English award graduating in high school. I had, because uh, I love to articulate, uh, try to speak fluent and effective. So the messages that I try to give out, I try to make sure that everyone understands. I don't try to speak above anybody. I speak where people pretty much are. Right. So right. kind of brings me to you. Uh, you know, just been scanning things, trying to, you know, keep up with the pace of our industry right. and business as a whole, you know, because right. a lot of this technology and innovation is, man, it is it's breathtaking. So it makes you have to, you know, reassess and reevaluate your situations and try to right. at least keep up with the pace. So right. a lot of the reason that I'm on here with you tonight. Appreciate yes, it. What is it about, about a funeral director that you think maybe a lot of people don't know? Being a licensed funeral director is – you're more than a director. You are a counselor. You are a scholar. You are a father. You are a mother to people that are in a, one of the most vulnerable spots that they right. can definitely be in in this lifetime. And what we have to do is show them that you can have a peace of mind during this time. Right. Right. So what we try to do is take our products and services and gel together with the clients to make them feel like they are doing the best possible thing that they can do for their loved one that right. has went on. Now, that's what a generic do you think thinks the most important aspect out of those examples you gave? Uh, because I would think in from my experience, of course, I've lost the loved ones uh, recently, my sister. Um, I um, was very touched and very pleased by our funeral director. And uh, I think what you were listing as examples of what a funeral director is, um, I can't think of a more calming force there is or there has to be in a situation like that is that is is your experience um from years of being around this or do you just naturally understand the jeopardy and the trauma that people are going through in that time 
Well, it's a combination, Tony. I, I can truly say um, when you're young, you don't quite understand that process right. of uh, of death, and you try to lean on the ones that are your elders to help you through that process. So uh, I told myself several years ago that I wanted to be a doctor behind the doctors because okay. when a loved one gets sick and you go and speak with these physicians and they tell you that, you know, this, that, and the third, and it's like Greek mythology. <laughs> so I said, I, I, you know what, I, I don't like being in that position. So let me okay. learn a little bit more about it. So I went into pharmaceutical sales, um, which was phenomenal. Uh, right. I, my background is, is very uh, diverse, and all these things helped me become more of a funeral director because you get to see the life that's living, and then you get to see the products that you're servicing to people. But if they don't get it, why they should take it, then it's not right. going to mean as much. So on this side of the fence, when death does come and, you know, me having more spirituality, it helps you assess where you can be better produced or productive for the patient or the clients. The I hardest can also part is watching oh. someone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can imagine. Like, no, no, I interrupt you. Go ahead, Henry. The hardest well, part is and I was just going. I was, yeah, the hardest part is is not understanding the next step, and that's you know the main purpose for us. It's not the day of the service. It's right years before the pre-planning, the the sitting down and getting an understanding of what a death benefit is. So right. the sales part of it helps you understand or understand the emotional aspects that you have to tap into because trust is right. the biggest part of our industry. Absolutely. Because there are Absolutely. there are a number of, of funeral firms out here and they do phenomenal jobs. But what is the one thing that separates you from everybody else? And that's that's why we try to drive the peace of mind and the trust factor. Because if we can make you feel at home to where you know what, this is going to be taken care of, really all I need to do is show up. And that's that's the process that we like to take our people through. Right. In a nutshell. Right. And again, that goes back to um, what I was thinking was probably the most important aspect is that counseling aspect. I can, you know, just judging from your resume, um, all of the direct, uh, you know, direct that you've gone to kind of make sure that you've got that position certified. You're a certified life coach. You're also a yes, motivational sir. speaker. And, I mean, all of those yes, things have to tie into your services as a funeral director, correct? That is so true, so correct. Um, you, if you can't really grasp what is going on, it's going to be hard for you to direct someone to know right. that you're going down the right path. Because, like I said, right. that trust thing, if you can't establish that, 
it's going to be a hard day for for everybody, and people right. won't come back, you know, or you won't get, you know, new clients. Sure. So we have to definitely drive that part in, make sure that the people understand that our services are phenomenal, but I feel at home. I know I'm in the right place. Right. And that's that's that I think that encompasses it all. And I and I think that your clients actually understand that as well. And let me ask you this, Henry. Um how early should someone be preparing? I mean, I know it's a morbid topic, I know it's kind of a <laughs> you know, let's say not so happy situation. But how early do you think as a funeral director people should be thinking? about what's going to happen. It's inevitable that all of us are going to die. I mean, that's just a given. <laughs> it's just sure. when. And do you find that most people that come and, and, and garner your services, uh, do you find that most of them really don't know or aren't prepared for the process, which is why you step in? I think you definitely summed up uh... – Ninety percent of our business. <laughs> wow. The ten percent is the part that we just don't get, and the other part yeah. is we we really don't prepare for that time. No. The easiest yeah. thing to do is look at everybody okay. and say, "Oh, you know, we're going to be here forever." But no, that's not true. And you ask, "What no. year?" I say, "While the child is in the mother's stomach." start preparing wow. because it is it's something that's, you know, when that process happens, you, you're not yourself. Yeah. And when you're not yourself, you're not Certainly thinking are. as yourself. You're not, you're not acting. You're not behaving as yourself. So, and, yeah. and a lot of yeah. things get left out or they're missed. But if you have a great funeral director and, 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 and a mortuary service that, knows these things, I say start early. Because right. you know and and the good thing about it is you can always upgrade. So you may get some established sure. five years ago and there may be some new bells and whistles out here that, you know, may catch your eye. Hey, there's no problem with upgrading it, you know, up to that caliber. Still the same impeccable right. service. But right. now with a few more options that weren't there five years ago, and that happens right. with us right now, which is a which is a blessing part about you know we were talking earlier about the uh, innovation in technology. Sure, it's in everything. So our industry is definitely one of the highest ranking industries because sure as you live, you're going to die. Exactly. So why not make your living? A reflection right. of when you pass, hey, you, you, you did all you could do. And right. you going home the best way that you possibly know how. And then it's up to right. the family to, you know, take care of that thing. But pre planning is, is, is very vital, I think. And like I say all the what time. You... Mm-hmm. Right, go ahead, Henry. Well, I was gonna ask you Even if it's not <laughs> Yes, sir. I was gonna ask you when when what are what are the things that people need to think about when they themselves? They need to keep in mind when they're approaching. Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. 
the uh the main thing is where are you mentally where are you financially where are you spiritually cuz all those factors go into a, a wow. yes sir a great service because you know there are, there are many there there are a lot of different spiritualities religions uh you sure. know uh these new mindsets that people have and while it's fresh on your mind, I say go with a service that better suits that. We do not discriminate for anything. So if whatever service that you are thinking, we will definitely try to, you know, get it done the way that you want it done. Right. Yes, sir. Um, how How difficult was it for you during the during the COVID lockdown with funerals, mm. Whew. oh, COVID, it, it, it was it was an adjustment period, uh, right? You know, we are face to face type of industry and business, right? And uh, we had to get creative. Of course, we uh, we followed all the protocols to make people sure. feel and know that they were as safe as they could be while in our facility or under our services. So we we took every measure, you know, we uh we made our offices, we I mean we made our visits, we made our funeral services, you know, as compliant as possible. Um, you know, being a face to face, it wasn't as many, you know, church services, so we did more uh graveside services, which were great. Right. Uh, just for people to feel, you know, comfortable, you know, the six feet rule, you know, sure. and the whole nine. So we made all the adjustments that we needed to make for people to feel safe during that time. Did you see, though, that there was a lot of, um, and I'm speaking for myself, my sister passed away during the COVID uh, situation. Yes, and we only had a certain amount of time to mm-hmm. be together you know, with a viewing mm-hmm. and that type of thing. And um, it was really difficult because um, basically the funeral director said, so look, I, you've only got 20 minutes for this viewing right. because of our situation. Right. Did you find that, um, well, I'm sure you did actually, that that was more trying on you to try to be that pacifying force during that service? people are so upset or people are so, you know, um, traumatized by what's going on, did you find that a challenge uh, for your talents as a funeral director to try and maintain a semblance of normality? Yes, sir. Well, um, man, you, you just reached into the bag on that one. <laughs> it, 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 it did challenge you. That in it. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a great question, and 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 I have a great answer for it. But, all right. Um, you know, like you said, and like I always say, I look at challenges as opportunities to grow in other areas of your business. Right. So, instead of that aspect of the funeral, we were able to focus more on. 
the, the, the deceased looking their best, the family being as close as they could because it, it may because you have smaller groups because you know at one right. time you can only have fifty people at one time, so the smaller sure. groups would be more they would be more open and they would be more focused. So it wasn't a, a lot of lagging, a lot of hanging around, which made our job just a little bit easier because that way right. we could spread ourselves out a little more with smaller crowds. Okay. And with is, saying is that... I, with, okay. No, go ahead. Sorry. Well, no, I was just going to say in saying that, you know, even when you had a graveside, it, it made it a little more personable because, right. you know, everybody couldn't just harness one another, but they were making sure that everybody was okay, if that makes sense. You know, when it's a large, larger group, you know, a lot of people get kind of lost in the sauce, but when it's a smaller group, you know, I think everybody is more focused and they, they're noticing more of their immediate surrounding, right. which makes our job a lot easier when someone is really having an emotional time, you know, more of the family was taken care of because, hey, you're my family. <laughs> right. So, right. I, yes, sir. Well, I, yes, would, sir. I, would, I would think that, you know, you would become a, a very important part of, of the family and, is, and would be mm-hmm. a part of the family during a time of that, you know, during a time of the funeral services. I know, uh, again, going back to the funeral director that I had uh, is very much mm-hmm. so. Um, and, and and a very important person, kind of almost like a father figure, mm-hmm. in a yes, sense. Sir. Um, now, my sister, my sister was uh, cremated. Um, is there any differences in your services between? I mean, besides the others, um, is there any differences in handling a situation with a cremation versus a regular funeral? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, the cremation is more, um, you know, you're dealing with a, a, a smaller. Um, <laughs> the person is 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 encompassing, you know, an urn or whatever holds right. the ashes, and you know the services are a little bit different because you know you're not going to the per se cemetery. But, you know, we still have full-fledged services for a cremation as well. You know, it's just more memorabilia for the family, you know, which still gives you that presence of uh, your deceased or your loved one that's passed on. So, you know, we we try to make every experience with us as personable as possible. So, you know, we try to make sure that we – Whatever the family wants there, we try to provide and make it as, you know, as much of a loving experience as possible. Right. How much preparation time is there with a funeral? Or is that very? That varies. That varies. Uh, Okay. We've had situations where... 24 hours, then we've had, you know, situations that how, lasted a little bit longer. For a minute? How do you, can I interrupt for a minute? Can I ask you, how, did, yes, how do you deal with a 24-hour situation? 
How, how do you deal with that? In most cases, it was already pre-planned. Okay. So they already knew everything that they wanted, and, you know, it was, you know, really quick. Or right. if someone suddenly passed and, you know, they're really just trying to, you know, get through the process. So right. it's really determined on the actual, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a per case basis. Per case. It, I would assume yeah. that would be. I would definitely yes, sir. It was so there. When we, so, Henry, we're going to take a real quick break, and we'll be okay. right back. We're speaking with Henry Kimbrough. Um, he is a funeral director. And uh, if you have any questions about funerals or funeral operations, we encourage you to call 516-418-5651. Please give us a call. Ask Henry. He can give you the answer. And uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Thank you. Unique works to change the world for a better tomorrow using digital mediums to connect the dots of the world through professional storytelling. We have all embracing, all inclusive heart, and are always learning to create new things to revitalize and sustain old things. While recognizing our differences, we use positive and universal thinking to strategize for a positive outcome. We collaborate with people of all distinctions to create a better me, a better you. A better us. By caring for others, there's no room in our hearts for hatred, racism, or egoism. So, let our visions heal and keep the promises of what we will be. One day, by living helpful, caring, and happy, healthy, and essential lives. With the wonderful staff and volunteers at Be Unique, we will continue to pursue that dream by making the world a better place for everyone. From everyone at BeUnique.org, to our readers and listeners, Thank you for all your support. There's so much more on the way. If you're looking for something different to do on Saturday, April 22nd, drive on over to Merritt Square Mall in Merritt Island for MetaFest. It's fun and educational, but best of all, it's free. Parking, admission, everything is free. It's an indoor fundraiser for the charity be unique, and trust me, it's as unique as it sounds. MetaFest brings together like-spirited entertainers and experts who will restore your sense of wonder. Vendors represent everything from A to Z, literally. Acupuncture to Zumba is all at MetaFest. They even have a special area just for children. For more details, call or text 321 321- Four one seven four three zero nine, or email connect at beunique dot org, and that's spelled C O N N E C T, the at sign B U N E K E dot org. I'll be there with my friends, the medieval gypsies, and hope to see you there too. Come on out to Metafest. Have you ever read a web article on the internet that really spoke to you? No, I mean really spoke to you. Well, let me tell you about Newsly. Newsly is the new and incredible audio app made especially for iOS and Android. Newsly picks up web articles about the most trending topics throughout the entire internet. 
and at any given moment, Newsly reads those web articles to you in a natural human voice. Browse your favorite articles from topics you choose, stop scrolling, start playing, start listening, and start learning. And Newsly has podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 40 countries. Our podcasts, Unscripted, Coffee, Candy, and Creative, and On Demand are there too. Go to www.newsly.me to download and use Newsly for free now. And if you use promo code BEUNIQUERADIO, all one word and with caps, receive a one-month free premium description. For the first time in the history of the Internet, the web becomes listenable. Listen and learn with Newsly. Thanks for listening. And remember, best way to be unique is to just be you. All right, we're back with Unscripted. It's Thursday night. We are talking with Henry Kimbrough. He is a funeral director for Taylor and Kimbrough Funeral Services. And uh, we are discussing funeral operation and funerals in general. But let's turn the table a little bit and let's ask Henry. Let's get off this little bit of a, you know, it's not a very happy topic. Um, but let's get off that and let's talk about, Henry, what are some of the best aspects of being a funeral director? Some of the positives. Oh, some of the positives. Well, and the way we, we look at it, it's all positive because, huh. like you said, we get to become an extension of your family. Right. You get to learn more about what we do and how we do it and how to better serve the, the public. So being a funeral home professional, we try to be respectful, compassionate, and try to recognize each family's uniqueness. And that takes trust. That takes talking. That takes, um, you know, it takes a little time to get to know people. And, you know, my speaking background kind of helps with that because this is not something that everybody likes to talk about. No. You kind of explain it to them in a a more holistic look, you know, it's trying to understand everything that encompasses our life, you know, you have to you have to make a move on it. And by trusting us with it, you know, I think it allows people to be themselves even when they're not themselves. Let them cry right. if they need to, you know, give them right. give them encouragement, you know, uh, we don't try to make somebody feel like, you know, that this is the end-all, be-all because you're still here and try to reflect on those loving times, those great moments that you share with somebody. And most of the time, it kind of, you know, ignites you a little bit. It kind of makes people kind of, you know, not feel as bad, you know. It, it stages when you when you're in that. And we try to get you through, you know, the five stages of, of, of death, you know, and the, and the first one is always the hardest, and, and that's disbelief. You know, can you remind so us what the five can... stages of death are? Can you remind us what they are? <laughs> uh, I sure can. Uh, the first one, of course, is disbelief. The second one is is understanding. The, the right. third one is most of the time 
when you're trying to release, you know, and the fourth one is you're trying to repair, you know, because there is a part missing from you now. And the last one is, is moving forward, is moving on. You know, right. once I learn those and really harness them, it, it, it made it easier for me because, hey, that's this is not something I, too, have been hit with, uh, with death during the COVID time. I lost two of my best friends, which were my uncles. And um, those those were hard because the people yeah. that, you know, help mold and shape you aren't there. But then when you can look back and reflect and say, you know, they're still here because I keep them alive with me. I speak about them all the time. Right. So, you know, that, that does help. And that's something that, you know, we support our clients with. You know, always hold on to those memories that make you feel good, even the ones that make you feel bad. Because then mm-hmm. you have that's the balance part of it. You know, we're we're not all positive all the time. You gotta have some negative. You gotta have that that that, yeah. that storm in order to appreciate the sunshine. You know, and oh, that's, that's uh, a way of looking at it. Well, yeah, that's 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 that motivational speaker coming out right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, there are no bad okay. days, man. There's only parts of it that makes it. You know, number five uh, means the most to me because. Uh, Right before my sister passed, I, I asked her that question. I said, you know, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And, and she said to me, well, you're, you're, you're going to have to go on. And and that's been like one of the toughest parts of the five, five parts yes, sir. that I faced during that time. And I still face it. And I think it's so important you bring up the fact of speaking about those loved ones that pass on as being still here with you. Yes, sir. And I'm sure that's what you believe. Yes, sir. Especially with uh, some yes, of the folks that, you know, maybe you lost, you know, during COVID. Um, do you find that it's important for the funeral director, the funeral, find that important that it's an independent entity? Meaning that, you know, you have this wonderful family-run business, but I there seems to be a trend going on right now where a lot of funeral homes are being scooped by companies like, um, um, like uh, there's one here in town, I'm trying to remember the name of it, um, Divinity, I believe it is, no, um, Anyway, that's not what's important is uh the big companies are scooping up these uh, uh funeral homes. What what's your thought of that? Uh what do I think of that? Yeah. Uh, I'll say this right here because I only speak on the positive sides of things. Um Okay. It's interesting that our industry is no different than the banks. You know, right. uh, the petroleum companies, the Fortune 500 companies. And, you know, this is this is something that's going to be here. So I think right. being able to capitalize on, you know, the big the bigger firms, 
my question to people that would go to the bigger firms is, are they going to make you priority? Will they have the staff to make you feel like you are the only one at that particular time that is going right. through whatever you're going through? I know for a fact being small like we are, we're going to be able to give you that one-on-one service that in the middle of the night when you realize that they're not beside you anymore and you can call us, this is a part of our grief counseling that we do. Right. So you try to be an act. Well, I was going to say, you try to be an act part of the local community. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I work very closely with, uh, both mayors of my towns that, my funeral homes are in. Uh, both okay. of them are newly appointed, so we're hitting the ground together. We're going to okay. events, uh, going to dinners, I'm going to community services, and one uh, and joiner. We're, we're working actively on, you know, bringing a community center to our city. Oh wow! Because yes, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. I'm, I'm one of the one of the businesses that's on the ground floor with this process. And, I mean, it's a beautiful thing because I remember going, when, as I was coming up, we had we had places to go for the kids. Sure. We were learning, you know. We need technology for these kids because the computers are taking over. So we need a place for them to be able to go and be safe because, again, sure. you know, everything that's going on around us is not conducive to education as much. So we need to put them in a place, you know, that they can feel safe, just like the elderly. You know, it's not as safe for them to sit on the porch anymore. But if they can sit in a a room, air-conditioned or heated, you know, where they can still do like they did, drink coffee, you know, talk about, you know, the the, the different associations that they're a part of, church events, the whole nine, then we're doing our part. So, yes, I'm very active with my communities, and trying to keep sources coming through, and and we're trying to keep it home. Right, and you also volunteer for the Boys and Girls Club, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And this year I even whew, I added a assistant basketball coach at uh, <laughs> 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 on top of everything else man. that I was doing. You are a busy man, Mr. Kimbrough. I tell you what. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's I feel like though. that was my way, Tony, of giving back to the place right. that was so good to me because people took time out to keep me on the straight and narrow. I can't – I'm still thanking some of the guys and, 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 and elderly people that forced me to go home when the lights was coming on. Right. That wouldn't let me go to certain places that they knew that, that the activity was going to be questionable. And I'm still thanking those people. So now I'm getting a chance to thank them in a different way because their kids and grandkids now are under my tutelage. So I have to be that example that I want to see manifest in my community. And I think you have to get me excited over that to see that. (laughs) Oh, sure. Well, I tell you, I mean, it's amazing to be involved in all of those things. But also an amazing thing to be involved in situations that you have to deal with every day as a children. Yes, sir. And in our last five minutes of the show, really, I wanted to ask you, is there 
any advice or anything you can tell us about preparation, about the experience, and about being ready for or being prepared to pass. Is there any advice you can give my listeners as to what they should be thinking about? Yes, sir. My honest advice for someone that is seeking or don't know that they're seeking but seeking funeral services, make sure that you get a grasp of who you're doing business with. Make sure that you can learn to trust them because change is something that's inevitable, but it's the hardest thing to do. I'm going to say that again. Change is inevitable because everything changes, but it's the hardest thing to do because we don't like change. We like familiarity. And in some cases, it's not as good as it could be if you just swayed a little bit to the side. My experience with pre-planning and just being in the funeral home business as a whole is watching the families grow in their understanding of how the process works. Make sure that you get what you feel like you're paying for. That's the second thing because we curtail all of our services to each and every economic status. So, and we honor all burial policies. I don't care who you're with on the earth. We can still accept them and make sure that your loved one is taken care of the way that they wanted it or the way that you want it. So those are my experiences. And the last question you asked was, uh, what was the last question? <laughs> the last question I, I asked was, a bit. No, that's not a problem. The last question I was asking for is, is uh, what advice can you get to be prepared in that situation in the, in, when, when a person passes? What advice can you give to a person? Well, the best advice, like I said earlier, is make sure that, you know, your mind is ready, your body is ready, and your spirit is ready. Because all those things go with you, and they're taken away from you when the loved one passes. And if you don't have enough in reserve, then, I mean, because I see it all the time. Big Mama was the, she was the pillar in the community, and she was, you know, she was the matriarch of the family, and she's no longer there. Now, who's going to step up? Right. That's happened. And then everyone is kind of looking around. Like, you should do it. No, no, I'm going to do it. And then they realize it's a little more to it than that. Then you get frustrated and you get overwhelmed. So that's where the mind comes in. The spiritual part of it all is, you know, the person that lived their life lived their life. You can't glorify it and make it what it wasn't later because people in the back of their mind are like, well, they, they really weren't doing all that. So make sure that they are right with themselves and you are right with yourself and you try to do the best of your ability, you know, to do the best for them. You know, and that's where that body comes in. Make sure that you understand how their services work. You know, if you want 
a little more of this, less of that, you know, make sure that that's understood while the process is going on, or in the pre-planning part. That's why pre-planning to me is very vital. Right. Because it kind of gets everything kind of out there, and it gives you a gauge of how far to go to the right and how far to go to the left. So We are out of time. Um, I just want to know, do you mind if anybody has any questions that could be listening to you? Yes, sir. Feel free. Yes, sir. I, I welcome all emails, calls. Uh, you can go to the website, leave us uh, so, some so where, questions. Speaking of websites, where can you be reached? Yes, sir. Our website is, ready, Taylor? Yeah. T-A-Y-L-O-R-A-N-D-K-I-M-B-R-O-U-G-H. Dot com. That's our website, and our Facebook page is Taylor and Kimbrough Funeral Home. <clears throat> Anybody and can our, come to you um, at those places for questions, right? Yes, sir. And my brick and mortars are in Joyner, Arkansas, 127 Main Street. Yes. It's Joyner, Arkansas, 72350. Phone number there is 870 Five three seven four seven four zero, and my Newport location is at one thirteen Clay Street, Newport, Arkansas, seven two one one two. Phone numbers eight seven zero five two three eight two zero seven. Well, Henry, I really want to thank you for being my guest tonight and making a very difficult subject and making it something that. I can look at and smile at because, you know, it really has been my perspective on what a funeral director does and what the funeral business, and it's not, and you know what I mean by business, but what the funeral process is all about. And I really, really, really appreciate your time, and I really want to thank you for being here this evening. And I hope you'll come back and join us at another day. Oh, yes, sir. I, I, it was, it's been an honor tonight to speak to you guys and, uh, like I said, any questions, comments, we're always open for advice, uh, good, bad, or indifferent. You know, we, we have a, a, a lending ear because you have to have that in our business. Right. And, you know, any questions, you know, we are certified to help in grief counseling. You know, when you just can't get out of those stages, you can't get out of your mind, you know, just give us a call and we'll try to help you get through it as best as possible. And I would love to come oh. back on for part two because I left off a whole lot of information. Well, uh, there's a lot more to talk about. We ran out of time. Henry, thank you so much. Have a great night. And that's all for us at Unscripted this Thursday. Join us again next Thursday, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We hope you'll be there, and we hope to join you.